Hi, Hopers. Today's devotional is from Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. And I've called it, Set Your Heart and Set Your Mind. Uh, I remember back in the day, we used to have to set our clocks. And when daylight savings time rolled around either way, we would have to set them forward or backward. That has since gone by the wayside, as most devices automatically update to the correct time. But as that was changing over, I was not quite confident in the ability of my clock to switch. And sometimes it didn't switch. Since I needed to get up on Sunday morning, I actually bought a a clock that was not automatically updated simply so I could update it and change it the night before and make sure that the next day I would be up on time. I had to set that clock. It would not set itself. I had to go over and take some action to set it where I wanted it to be. Paul says this in Colossians 3, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. And set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. I read these words, and it's a little bit shocking when you normally hear people say, well, you can't help how you feel. And sometimes they're even, you can't help how you think. You just are who you are. You can't help who you are. and You can't help feeling how you feel. And yet I come to this from Paul, and he talks about making a decision about where I will set my heart and set my mind. And he's not just talking about the direction that you're kind of looking. He's talking about influencing them, about making a choice. He's talking about having a real effect on your soul. Certainly, your heart talks about your passions, your emotions, your desires, what what you're devoted to in life. Your heart is the seat of what you value most deeply. It is an inherent part of you that reacts and responds. It's the thing, the part of you that gets worried in danger because some precious things are, are put at risk. It's the part of you that longs and has ambitions for the future. And Paul says, as a believer, I've been given the power and now I've been given the calling to set my heart, to decide what my emotional experience is going to be like. Maybe not in the moment by moment, but in the long haul, I can decide what direction and what pattern my emotions and my passions are going to take. That probably feels impossible to some of us. I can't control my emotions. But I will tell you what I've said before. Feelings often follow focus, and that's where Paul goes next. Not just your heart, but set your mind. And how would you set your mind? If you were going to go about obeying what Paul says here, taking it seriously and setting your mind, how would you do that? You would have to decide some things about how I change the way my mind is thinking day in, day out, what my mind is settled on, what is occupying my thoughts and my thought time. Maybe you would decide that I'm not going to watch certain TV shows or or listen to certain music. Instead, I'm going to read some other things or I'm going to listen to a different kind of music or I'm going to spend more time in conversation with someone. I'm going to make sure that uh, I'm listening to, to the Word of God and things. I'm going to set my mind and by setting my mind, I'm going to have more ability to set my heart. What Paul says is, we have this ability because he kind of gives us context. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Verse 3, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Basically what Paul says is, you're not the old you. And you don't need to continue acting like the old you, not even in your heart and in your mind. 
You can choose to, but that's not what you were made for. You are dead, and your life is now God's. You have been raised. And so you are a new person, a new creation. Because of all of that, you have a confident hope about your future. And so you don't have to look at what's going on in this world all the time and set your mind on the things of this world. How much freedom would there be if we took Paul's advice here, his instruction here, to heart, and we did not concern ourselves to such a degree with the affairs and the matters of this world? I'm not saying you forget about your bank account and you don't pay your bills. I'm saying if it didn't occupy us, if it didn't preoccupy us, if we weren't obsessed with it, if it wasn't how we kept measuring our well-being and our prospects for the future, if the things of this life and of this world were not the central focus of my life, how would that change me? You are invited to that change. It is not a change that will happen overnight, but it is a change you can begin by starting to say, I'm going to be aware of where I am choosing to set my mind and where I am choosing to set my heart. And I'm going to cry out to the Lord, God help me to set my mind where it ought to be, to set my heart on things above. Help me to set those things like you have asked me to, so that I will live in the freedom that you've given.